Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kujomensa once again coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 18th of July in the year 2022. And the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. And for that matter, we should rejoice and be glad in it. And on that note, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice, to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us and life in general. Life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. Life is glorious. Life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I'm going to speak to you on the topic, a person's true wealth is determined not by what one possesses, but, but, but by what one does with what he or she possesses. I repeat, a person's true wealth is determined not by what one possesses, but by what one does with what he or she possesses. So we are in a world that we mostly talk about the wealth of every human being. We are all human beings and we believe we have wealth. And wealth, or the other word for the word wealth is value or price. There is a price tag, we believe. Everyone has a value. And the value of each and every one is very important to our existence that is our pride but we also have to come to terms with the truth that your value or your worth is not necessarily by where you were born or what you have been or you have inherited from other people your parents or the society but your worth as far as every human being is concerned, has to do with what you are using your mind to do with what you have, where you find yourself, whatever surrounds you, that you call your property. It, it actually becomes your wealth only when you use your mind to turn it into something beautiful and wonderful and give it to people. And it is on that that humanity will bless you with whatever recognition, with whatever, yeah, respect or money that you are looking from, from them. So we will look into this by looking at our personal lives and also go down into as a collective of people and uh, the focus is on Africa as we have been doing all the time. So what is our wealth individually? What is your wealth? And collectively, as Africans, what is our wealth? So when you come to the individual level, when this question is mentioned, people will go right away to say, oh, I'm a degree holder. I completed the best university in my country. I was taught by the best professors. All is good. All these things being mentioned as uh, the evidence of our wealth are good. But that doesn't determine your wealth. You can have something, but before that thing becomes 
something valuable to you you have to be you should be able to use that thing to come out with a solution or with something an idea a product that comes in to improve your life and other people's around you and that is how your worth is so your true worth is not by necessarily be uh, possessing all these things but your true wealth will be determined by what you have used your mind with regards to what you have your degree or whatever to create to give to humanity because if it is just a matter of possessing all these things and that actually coming to increase our wealth then most of us almost every one of us that have attended universities and attained this degree some have multiple ones with professional qualifications or designations we should our wealth should increase but we know for a fact that there are people on this earth that never entered the classroom but the, they are being considered as the richest the greatest the, the, those who have impacted the world so the possession of these things does not necessarily add up or increase our wealth until we make good use of them and so it is with even the material things that surround us yeah if you go into the bush that is where we have all the minerals but we know that the rodents and all those things the boreholes into this if they sleep in the midst of these things but because they don't have value to them they haven't been able to do they are not given the power by our creator the power to use their minds to enhance their life to use these things to improve their lives those things doesn't actually mean anything to them apart from giving them security giving them that kind of a place to live such that nothing will hurt them and so it is with our lives we find ourselves in our various locations and if you take the continents africa we find ourselves in the midst of potential riches i will not call our natural resources or raw materials as riches they are potentials but for the potentials to be turned into the actual thing something has to be applied onto this potential wealth or potential um yeah greatness and that is the human being using his mind to turn this around so we see that we have we find ourselves our forefathers actually lived among these things but their wealth was nothing they didn't even have no even have to quantify this until some people came around and when they came they opened their eyes and then they begin to see that oh all these things actually have value so you will see that the wealth of those who came in to discover these things increased and they because they were able to take these things and use it for higher things and as a matter of fact raw materials is not the end product raw materials is the beginning of a process and the, the raw materials has go through a certain process to the maturity stage and the one that takes it to the maturity stage is the one that gets the highest pay and he increases his wealth because what he has in his hands he's been able to use it and as a matter of fact if you look at those who are in europe and other things they don't even consider the possession of these things as something that they necessarily need but what they think of is how to turn these things into something beautiful so a little every little that they are able to get from all other places they are able to put them together 
and create something big, one machine. And that machine fetches them more, 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 more. And that is why we see that we have some nations called developed nations and we have some as underdeveloped. We have some as wealthy nations and we have some as poor nations. If the raw materials are actually uh, the, the contributory factor in each state, in that state, then Africa should be the richest continent on earth because we have almost everything. So it is not about what you possess, but it is how you use it. It is how you use it. Yeah, so today, uh, the topic we are looking at is very broad, but we are going to do all our best um, to look at it in such a way that you will be inspired and you'll be actually given a new perspective for you to begin to look at things. And as I've already been saying, in our personal life, this is the time that we have to give value the importance of educational credentials in our life. They are good, but they are not the end. It is good to have them, but that is not the necessity. What is needed is a certain mental attitude, a certain perspective of life, such that degree or no degree, qualification or no qualification, you'll be able to rise up and tell yourself that, I am made in the image and the likeness of God. And God is a creator. Therefore, I am going to create my life with whatever thing that I have. Even without education, I'm going to use my mind to create an empire in such a way that I will employ those who have actually attained these qualifications. That is the truth. In the same way as Africans, it is the that it, this is the time for us to begin to devalue the importance of our raw materials. These raw materials are nothing until they become finished products. And so even if we begin to look at how to generate ideas, to begin to think of how we're using our minds, to turn whatever we have in our hands, that is the raw materials, into finished goods, semi-finished goods, we'll be able to increase our own wealth in such a way that we will be prosperous individually. And then our nations, our continent will be prosperous. But the mere fact of just sitting among these things and calling them your property will never increase our wealth. And we know it already. If it is really true, then African countries will not be running to IMF for help. We will not, will not be classified as, uh, what we call it, third world nations, poor nations, and all those things. So, today I'm going to use two examples to represent what I am putting across. And the very fact that you are living on a plot of land, that land will not actually add value to your life until you use your mind to make it something. And so the first example is what uh, I read about in a book from a very recognized source. And it is about the South African diamond fields, how it was founded or how it was discovered. And according to this story, there was this white man in those days who was on a trek into the hinterland. So he got to a, a place that just almost in the evening he was tired. So he decided to rest at the back of one of the huts in the village. So after he had he was rested and he was getting ready to leave, he saw children playing with pebbles and those pebbles appeared to be something different different from the normal one so 
it caught his attention. His attention. So he approached the owner of the hut, the parents of the children, and said to him, "Oh, I've seen your children playing with this kind of stones or pebbles. I'm just, I just want to see whether you could help me with a few ones so that I'll take home, so that when I go, I will give them to my children for them to play with too." And the man said, "Oh, don't worry." We have tons of them in my room. They have packed them in bags. So he went into his hut, brought bags of these pebbles, and gave it to the white man. He said, take it. The, the children are even disturbing us with all the stones and whatever. And this man, in appreciation, took a bundle of tobacco, two bundles of tobacco, and gave it back to this black man and went on. So he brought these stones home. And it was taken into the laboratory. And the end of it, the end of the experiment was that they were pure diamond. And that was why there was a rise in that area. And those pebbles that the children were playing with became sources of riches. And so you see that the white some people would say this is cruelty, that yes, it belongs to the black people, but that is not the truth. The fact that you are play, your children are playing with these things, you've been living among these things, doesn't add value because you don't know what it is. But those who knew what this thing is, when they came in, they were able to make it more meaningful and useful to themselves. And so they added value to them. What they have been able to use their minds. It never crossed the adults in, those, in that area actually at least ventured to think of how to study some of these things and that's why it comes to Africans we talk that um, people came to take our this thing away our, well, the fact is that we never ventured trying to look into things that surrounds us there are a lot of things that surrounds us that nature intentionally put them around us to help us that is to move our to make our life better but we need to interact with these things and get to discover the human beings the human beings life is all about discovery but the african don't have the concept of discovery we sit down and all we know is that this is what we have that is what we've been doing it that is how our forefathers has been doing it have been doing it so let us keep it that way so that is the story about the south african diamond fields the South Africans, the black people lived in the midst of riches, but on that they were unable to use their minds to turn it into actual riches and eventually slipped out of their hands into foreigners who made fortunes, millions, billions out of it. So the fact that you hold it doesn't mean that it will add value to you until you use your mind. You, you do something about it. This is just an example. And this example, if we go through Africa, every part of Africa, we will, we will hear similar stories about this. The Africans sat down and only thought of living in what nature has put in. And we never thought of I mean, adventure, taking adventure, exploring in an attempt to discover. Then there is another one that uh, I read in a book, and that book was written by Russell Cornwall, the founder of Temple University in the United States. 
and according to the story, there was this African man, a North African man, who set out that he was going to, yeah, he had a plot, and so he was farming on it. It got to a point that he became so fed up that he was looking for riches. So he sold this land and set off to go and look for diamond. He was looking for diamond. So we call it the acres of diamond. And so this man set off. He sold this plot of land and set off in search of minerals. He went round. He couldn't find any. And then he returned. And when he returned to his land, land that he sold lo and behold it was actually a diamond field minerals full of minerals that he sold as a result of his inability to explore to venture to go a little bit deep and so we call they call it the acres of diamond and as a matter of fact according to the stories in the united states um russell conwell actually used this single story to raise funds and that was what he started uh, he used to uh, start with his uh, institution now which is now called the temple university so the acres of diamond story is like every one of us africans we are living on riches but we are every day looking far away we are looking far away in search of riches but the riches we are looking for are right under our feet but we see these things as our possession. So just like how the man sold his plot of land and went in search of diamond, a land that is full of diamond was sold and he was only given penuries only to come back to realize that he has sold fortunes. And it is the same thing with Africans that we are doing now. We have all our forests. We have all our gold, we have all our minerals, everything. But the black man is not able to sit down, to think, to use his mind, to think of how to make what we have from our perspective something beautiful out of it and give it to the world. So what we do is we call people from all over the world. We are looking for foreign investors. We are looking for these people to come and help us. So our forests, reserves, our rivers, our everything that we, we call it our possession are being given away. So they, they, they are not adding value to it. They are actually bringing, uh, bringing disaster, the galamse, and all the things that is happening across Africa in search of minerals and other things. Our rivers are destroyed. Our vegetation is destroyed. Our forests are depleting. Why? Because the African hasn't been able to use his mind to think of it. If we have been able to use our minds and say, hey, this is what we have. Let us see how best we can put this into the right use. In such a way that we will conserve and at the same time use our resources to create wealth from ourselves. Such that we will not only be selling the raw materials in larger quantities for high-end commodities, but we are producing them ourselves. We would have been able to make a fortune. More, We would have added more value or wealth into our lives, both individually and collectively. So what we are doing right now as Africans is the same as what this North African man did. 
he was standing on riches, acres of diamond. He sold it and then went in search of diamonds that never existed. So today, I am bringing this topic to your mind and to awaken you, my fellow Africans, up that in your own life, in your own life, wherever you find yourself, whatever you have right now, whatever environment you have right now, you can make fortunes, you can make billions, you can add more value to your life than you're thinking of going anywhere. The only thing is you're thinking of how to use what you have in your hands right now. God knows, nature knows why you find yourself in a village. You find yourself anywhere. There are a lot of things that surrounds you. And if you begin to look at it, that this is what I have got. But I'm going to use my mind at a certain level. I'm going to depend on God, depend on the universe for ideas such that I'm going to create something that, something beautiful after what we I have here. You will change the world. That is at your personal life. But Africans, what we do is we are looking for greener pastures elsewhere. Actually, I said it in one of my episodes. The greener pastures in America, the Europe, are no longer green. They are not green. No, there is nothing like green here. Everything is gone. We have the greatest opportunities. We have the greatest opportunities, Africans, because we have the biggest problems. But it is up to us for us to begin to think of how we're going to use our minds to do whatever we can do out of the situation. That is the reality. That is the truth. So my younger brother, African, sister, African, my, bro my brother, oh, my uncle listening to me. This is the time for us to wake up, for us to begin to have the right perspective of life. Whatever we've been doing in the past, whatever we've, been, we've done and we're still doing, it's just like the North African that sold his land full of diamonds and set off in search of the actual diamond itself. It's the same as the South African black people that were playing, sleeping amongst diamonds. But ignorantly, they did not know the value of it. So this is the time that we have to become awakened to this and begin to look for how to make things that we call ours valuable to us. And that can only happen by us using our minds. It doesn't matter whether we have the technology or not. Those who have the technology started from somewhere. And it is about time that we begin to put our minds together, particularly those of us that call ourselves educated, that we have all these multiple qualifications and other. What are we using all these qualifications for? Qualifications and Degrees and all these things are supposed to bring new ideas, new ideas, new directions for the people. But our qualifications and other things have become more or less white elephants. We're not using them for anything. So Africa is toiling. Africa is being buffeted by all these things. Not because God didn't bless us. God has blessed us. But it is as a result of our inability to use what we have in our hands. To use what we have in our hands. What we are discussing today is similar to the talents, the, the, the parable of the talents that Jesus Christ gave. 
One was given five, one was given three, one was given one. One was given two and one was given one. The other two went to invest. The other one put his in the ground. And it is the same thing. Nature, God at the beginning, gave every group of people the command, create or perish. Some people went and started creating and we decided not to create. And that is why we are perishing right now. A group of people who find themselves on the richest continent must not run up and down seeking support from other people. But because the African has never been bold enough to use his mind to question, to question, to seek, and to use his mind to create something that no other person has seen, we, we are trapped in our own self-created hell, poverty and all these things that we are seeing. So it is not about what you have in your personal life. Your parents can leave things behind you, but without you applying your mental faculties, those things will disappear. And we know people have inherited a lot of things that within a couple of weeks and months, years, those things have disappeared in their life and they are poor. It is the truth. In the same way as nations, as nations in the continent, it is not about what nature has given to us as raw materials that matters, but it is what we are using, what we are creating out of these materials using our minds that matters. That is what is going to add value to our existence. That is how we have to increase our wealth. So the wealth of a person the true wealth of a person is not in what the person possesses, but it is in what the person is able to use his mind with even the little that the person has. Those who have this ability, those who have this concept, out of nothing, they create billions. Out of nothing, they create machines. They create technology such that their technology rules the world. So it is not the raw material. This is the time that the African has to become awakened to this truth that we need to devalue the importance of this raw material syndrome in our life. They are good. It's good to have them. But the most important thing is how to use our minds to turn them into high-end commodities such that we will no longer be given our forest to foreigners to come and destroy them but we will rise up and create some things beautiful and wonderful to improve our life and even sell the surpluses to other people. That is how the world runs. That is how the world runs. So, my brother, my sister, the time of awakening, the time of enlightenment is here now. Africa, we have toiled. We have suffered for far too long. And whatever thing that we are doing, will never take us out of the situation until we become awakened to that. This is the time that we begin. We have to begin to train ourselves and our children on creation, but not on possession of things. The creative uh, faculty, God has given that to every human being. The only things that don't have these things in the universe 
uh, the lower animals and all other creations. Apart from that, the human being is given a creative faculty. And it is about the exercising of this aspect of us that actually brings our determines our great worth. The prize that men and women elsewhere will place on us. So when we go to places, when we go to other places, and we say beautiful and great, wonderful things, those things never came into existence from skies. It came out of men and women's mind. And this is the time we need to call on each other. What is in your mind? Let what is in your mind comes out. We have the resources already. So let us see how we can turn these resources into finished goods, high-end commodities, such that we can exchange them for other commodities, but not selling them and using the little that we have to buy high-end commodities from the same people. So what is the African wealth? You as an individual, what is your wealth? How do you determine your wealth? And today I'm telling you that the material possessions are not necessary. You can use all dubious means and other things to acquire them. That doesn't determine your wealth because you haven't used your mind. But the little that you have, if you rise up and use your mind and make it great and use it to create something, gradually gradually that small things will grow to become an empire such that people will sing your praises no one has ever praised any man or woman that has just lived in someone's job and performed his job and job and job and job and was given salary till the end of his life no one has ever praised those people but we are singing the praises of those that suffered at the beginning used their minds with little or nothing they created empires and the empires has become the service of the world that is the people that we say they have added more to their wealth by making whatever they have more worthwhile so as an African as an African both old and young a man or woman what is your perspective about your own wealth. It is not by just saying that I am a human being. We are all human beings. We are all human beings. But the value that other human beings will ascribe to you will be determined by how you have used your mind. And that is what we are seeing right now. Africa is poor. African, we can manage our own lives. We can manage our own situations. So always we go for prescribe solutions we go for prescribed solutions from those who can think those who can do things at a certain level and come back trying to work out to solve our situation this will never it will never take us out of this cycle until we begin to rise up to educate one another and to devalue the importance of this raw material syndrome the importance that we place on qualification and begin to use our minds as human beings at the highest level, we will never get out of this. We, will, we, will, we, we can only go 
and sell our raw materials. But the fact is that what we will get from the raw materials will be nothing. And as I told you, a raw material must go through a process. And as it is, in, in any competition, it is the winner that takes all. So the one that is able to stand and use the raw materials and come out with a finished product, he gets the greater blessings. Those of us that are producing raw materials, we also have our blessings, and that is what we are having, penuries. So in your life, and in our lives, collectively, the, the whole thing is about us, individually and collectively. What is our focus? How are we using our mind? The African has been indolent in thinking for far too long. The African has been so lazy that we don't think beyond the simple level, and that is the search for food and shelter. The only need, the only purpose, or the only determination of every African, regardless, is in search of food and shelter. Anything other than that is not necessary. And therefore, we are not ready to go through pain. We are not ready to go through difficulties in such a way that we will create something, we will use our minds to start something and develop it and develop it out of pain and toil and then make it big. We are always interested in how to quench our hunger, our suffering momentarily, and therefore we are not doing things from the right perspective. And that is why our governments are going up and down, taking up this kind of... Um, bail out and all those things programs from these international organizations because there is the need that at a point an african government africans we will say enough is enough we're going to begin to use our minds to create what we have but we know it is going to be difficult but we're going to go this path and walk it in this direction and as we suffer, as we, 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 we brave the difficulties and challenges, men and women will rise to begin to think, to think this time not for food and shelter, but this time for solutions, this time for solutions, ideas, that will actually come to swallow all our, our hunger and difficulties that we are suffering momentarily. But this is the Passover. That is the Passover, or the crossing of the Red Sea, as it is in the Bible. But until every group of people or individuals go through this, go through this stage, they can attain freedom. And so what we are looking for, what we are doing as a way of solving our problems, elevating our situation, is never going to work. Because your freedom is in your mind. So long as you are not using your mind at its level, at the highest level, such that ideas and all these things will come to you, you are slave. Someone is thinking ahead of you. And so, it is time. And this is the hour that we call upon one another in terms of what we are using our minds for. We have a lot of the educated people. We have a lot of the graduates. We have a lot of those who can rattle, who can talk about the greatest university they've attended. But 
the question comes back that what has any of these people been able to do to change the life of his own people, his own family, and then moving on to the community and then to the nation. Now, now we are always walking around, parading ourselves, bragging, and then making all kind of noise that we have this. What you have in your hand is not necessary. But what you are using that you have in your hands to make, to create, to generate, is that is important. A degree that gives you only a job and a pay is worthless. A qualification that gives you a job and a pay is worthless. But the mindset without the degree, without the qualification, that gives you a perspective, that gives you the boldness, the mental attitude, that you will go, you rise, and look at situations out of nothing and turn it into opportunity is what matters. The mental attitude, the mental attitude, the behavior of the people who are able to stand up and say, look, I don't have this, but I know I have a power within me. Therefore, I am going to walk in this direction. And even if I need the service of any qualified person, the universe will bring those people. These are the minds that we are looking for. People who have moved the world, people who have changed the world, were never educated. In the same way, people who have moved the world, who have done great things that we are using today, were never born into any raw material producing countries. The computers and the airplanes and all those things that we, are, we have, it is made out, most of the parts are made out of a, a product called, or a mineral called cobalt. Africa produces the highest percentage, and that is in the, the Democratic Republic of Congo. But there is, no, there is no airplane, there is no computer coming out of this country. So it's not about what you have. So Democratic Republic of Congo is a poor country. That is exactly what we are talking of. That the wealth, a person's wealth, is determined not by what one possesses, but what one uses the mind. Assuming we are able to use our mind to turn this cobalt into what other people are doing. Do you know what we have turned our nations and our own selves into? That is the key. That is what we are talking about right now. So our leaders and all our people, we are training our young men, teaching them how to think about the minerals and all this thing we have. It is good to know about it, but they are not the important thing. Instead of teaching our children to learn these songs and whatever, we should teach them how to use their minds to create, how to use their mind to generate ideas. That is the most important thing. That is the most important thing. Africa is doomed forever if we are unable to do this. But Africa will be free forever if we're able to do this crossing by taking upon ourselves, beginning to educate ourselves, beginning to educate our children about the correct use of our minds in, in order to turn whatever thing that we have in our life. Go to Africa. People are doing kind of difficult tasks. But we do not have the concept that the, difficult, the difficulty of the task it's a call. It's a call upon you, the one doing it, that think of something that you can, an implement that you can create to alleviate this uh, pain. The African will sit down 
and call upon people. We need this. We need that. We need that. We need that. Yes, that is what we are doing. So it is not about you possessing the land. It is not about you possessing the land. But it is about you being able to use your mind to turn the land into something. Be able to use your mind to transmute the difficulties that the land and the whatever you have presents you to create something to move you forward. And that is how you add value. You add value to your life. That is how you increase your wealth. So the use of the human mind is the most important thing that we have to think of. There is nothing we have to preoccupy ourselves from henceforth. Let us begin to wake up. Let us begin to think and teach our children that there is nothing more important in our lives than the accurate use or the correct use or the proper use of the human mind. The human mind is the key. The human mind is the liberator of the human being from whatever difficulty or challenges. And people who are unable to use their minds to you to turn whatever they have, the latent or the abundance they have into things that of high quality are doomed. And that is why we are seeing Africans. We are day in, day out, running to places, running to places for help. Our leaders will mount uh, podiums or whatever and make long speeches when they come into power. We are not going to do this, we are not going to do that, we are not going to do that. But in the end, they go back and swallow their own vomit. That is what is happening. Almost every African leader that came in power stood and gave a world address to all people that we think they are exploiting us. But in the end, they leave the office and even created a worse situation. Why? It is because we are not using our minds Oh, both the educated and the uneducated, both leaders and the followers. But this is the time that the African has to rise up to think of how to use our minds at its highest level, such that whatever we have in our hands, God has blessed us be in abundance. Let us begin to take whatever God has given us and turn them into usable, beautiful, and wonderful things and sell them to the world. That is when our wealth will be increased. And that is when African will be called a multi-millionaire. That is when the African continent, African countries will be called developed and rich nations or a rich continent. That is the truth of life. So that is what I have for you today. But remember the two stories I gave today. The South African diamond fields. The story is pathetic from the human perspective. But if any enlightened person knows that, the universe rewards people who follows the universal laws. The North African man, or the diamond of acres, or the acres of diamond by Russell Cornwall, is a story that is well known even in the West. But if you go to Africa, it is not. And this is a fact. We are standing on acres of diamond, gold, riches. Everything that we are looking for is on the African soil. And therefore, let the African young man, let the African young woman now come to the realization that he, he does not need to travel to anywhere to look for greener pastures. The greener pastures are the difficulties that he's, he's, uh, that he's facing now. And if he's become bold and wise and intelligent, a 
and rise against these difficulties intelligently and transmute them into opportunities. He will rise to become a star in the world that has saved his own people and the world at large. That is the truth of life. Now, I bring, as I bring my message to an end, once again, I say, may the overshadowing presence of God that keep the stars in the open without falling on us and keep the planets in their orbits so that they do not clash with one another. Keep you, lead you, guide you, and open your mind, give you an open mind and a receptive heart so that this message will empower you, move you to begin to think this direction. This is the time that we have to change our perspective and our focus and now begin to think and know that until we use our minds to, to do or to turn whatever little or whatever thing that we have in our hands into high-end commodities, we will never get out of this situation. And that is the African becoming a creator, but not the consumer. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kwejo Mensa. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. And at Eagle Mentality Group, we dedicate our time and everything for the propagation and teaching of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principle. It is our dream and our determination that we will create a new crop of Africans such that we will do things different from what we are doing now. That Africa will be a place that new ideas, new inventions, new things are coming out to the world. And it will attract men and women from all walks of life into our land so that we will live side by side, demonstrating the diversity, the multiracial Africa, which is to the glory of God. Thank you.